Good morning. This is Dee Dee Banks, and I hope all is well with you. I thank God for another opportunity to come before you today to continue our episodes about narcissists, the NARC. So today is July the 18th. Wow, July 18th, 2020. I'm on Mountain Standard Time. It's quite early. It is 5.30 a.m. I had to start out early this morning because that's when my mind is fresh and and sharp and I don't have many distractions because my dogs, um, they are very, very... um, affectionate and they want my attention early in the morning so I didn't want to hear their barking I didn't want to um, be bothered with with uh, all that loud nonsense background noise and what have you but I hope all is well with you uh, this coronavirus it looks like the numbers are going up family and I'm very very concerned um, the country is moving about normally, as normal. They're not shutting down anything. Uh, some states are um, not opening up all the way because they, some of them never really did. But some states, the majority of the states, have opened up completely and it's very, very dangerous out there. I ran across a, um, a video showing the difference between having on a mask and having on a mask and it showed the germs when people are singing, when they are talking, or when they are yelling, coughing and sneezing with a mask and the same thing without a mask. And so many germs were were uh, revealed that was uh, from the people not having on a mask. So family, find a mask that's appropriate for you and your child your children over two years old and we need to be wearing the mask until they get a grip on what's going on in the uh, environment it's a demonic spirit that is attacking people and we need to be prepared we're in a spiritual warfare this this warfare that we are in is something that you cannot see okay you can't see it it sneaks up on you one minute you're well and the next minute you are sick and some people are making it and some people are not making it i've been studying about uh, blood types you have to know your blood type i have been asking every person that i come in contact family and friends do you know your blood type 98 percent of the people do not know their blood type that is very dangerous for you not to know and it's not your fault we've never really thought about it you know, if you got to go into emergency surgery and you need um, blood, blood is available because type O people can donate blood and type O blood can be um, transferred to any person, but not any person can give blood, receive blood from someone. So that's why we have been uh, able to be fortunate to get blood. But it's very, it's a thing that we need to know. It's something about your health you need to know because it determines what type of diet you should be on. And also it determines the health risk that can come upon you um, since you have that particular blood type, okay? So just wanted to bring up those things. Those are very important things I wanted to get off of my chest. You know, it was on my heart heavily. 
okay also traveling um, if you're going to be traveling going to see family I think it's best to travel by car if you travel by flight Google the top airlines that are um, doing their best to protect you from the coronavirus and use those airlines whether they cost more or not your risk is your life is more important than price a cost of a cheap ticket or I would travel by car me I would be in a car uh, and go somewhere that the, the trip is not that long and uh, wash your hands wear your mask and be distanced uh, you don't want to be traveling carrying any coronavirus to your family members or going to your destination and getting uh, the coronavirus from your family and or friends okay let's get into um episode number eight and i'm gonna the first question uh, that i'm gonna start off with is uh, a question that was asked what creates jealousy in a narcissist and this person by the name of christine dean she is a former psychology geek and she says this all these answers here are 100% true and are confirmed by my own experience whatever you have and they don't have will create jealousy there can be material things that the narcissist is jealous of but there can also be your family your friends your social abilities if you are loved and respected if you are loved and respected member in your community the narcissist will abuse you behind closed doors he or she will project and gaslight you and make you feel like you're the meanest person on earth if you have a reputation of being smart the narcissist will implement all his or her tricks in bringing you down and winning over you just to demonstrate that he or she is smarter than you by any unethical means. She says this, My ex was first fascinated by my achievements, but the day I discovered his cheating and I made it clear that I won't tolerate that behavior, I became the worst woman in the world. In his mind, I was selfish and arrogant. Selfish for asking for monogamy? Plus, the fact that I didn't want to share my money and property with him drove him crazy. There's no way I would share anything that I worked so hard for with a cheating bastard. He then played humble, got hooked with some girls and from his name from his neighborhood and posted on Facebook things like people with a career or money are so fake and they live a fake life. Double standards till death. While the only fake in this story is the narcissist who plays the good Samaritan at the beginning acting so grateful to be part of your world, then he behaves mean and demonizing in the devalue and discard phase. While all he wanted was to suck you dry and when there's nothing left to drain or you won't let him suck Ha ha, he will label you as a mean or whatever makes him regulate his self-esteem. They love to associate with people 
who are more successful than them. But if those people don't have at least the same degree of narcissism that the, that the narcissist has, the narcissist won't respect them. Because the narcissist respects only people who are as fake and superficial as he or she. You can have studied in Harvard, but if you don't wear designer clothes, if you don't eat at five-star restaurants, if you're quiet and don't do drugs, and of course, if you don't spend your money on all these luxuries for the narcissist, then you are a pathetic prick. He will label you as worthless, not only for not wearing designer clothes, not having a tattoo, and not giving, uh, and not doing uh, drugs. You'll be worthless in his eyes if you don't wear your hair perfect every day, because he's the one who spends two hours in front of the mirror, even when he takes the garbage out. He still envy. He still. He'll still envy your position. But he will think that you are stupid and that you've got there due to a stroke of luck. The narcissist will never understand that you don't wear designer clothes because in your world, there, there are more important things to spend your money on, like your family, your friends, traveling to discover new cultures, etc. The narcissist won't understand that you don't exhibit a perfect hair because you work 60 hours a week and there are more important things to do than sit in front of the mirror during one hour a day doing your hair. The narcissist will even envy you for your body. The thing he first loved and attracted him to you, he will hate in the devalue stage, especially if he's not in such a good shape. If he's not in good shape. My ex was blessed to have a pretty face, blue eyes, but he was the laziest man I've met. While I have always been a fit girl, if you have a perfect body, the narcissist will say that you have an ugly face and will label you as the ugly duck. As superficial as they seem, the narcissist can leave a model-type woman for a XXL girl in the devaluation stage. Because in his mind, he plays, how dare you look better than me? So yes, the narcissist will even hate you for your beauty or your body. The narcissist can even envy you for your teeth. As crazy as it sounds, the narcissist first told me how he loved my smile. I have straight and beautiful teeth. While, he, while his were crooked and ugly, he ended up and discarded me for three girls. All three of the girls, all three of them had crooked teeth like him. Finding three supplies that didn't look a bit like me was his way of telling me how much he hated me. He cannot steal your beauty, even if on the long run, even if in the long run he does. He cannot steal your knowledge. He cannot steal your career. He will try to steal your house and car, and if you're smart enough and won't let him, his last resort will be to label you as me. The narcissist doesn't understand that we normal people like to work very hard and have a job, a house, a, and good commodities are very special, are very willing to share 
everything that special person. Oh, th that are able to share everything with that special person. But under no circumstances, that person is someone who portrays us a cheating and lying, you know what? Whatever you do with and for a narcissist is a failure. He will be repelled. He will feel repelled by anything that you lack, don't have, and he will feel jealousy for everything that you do have. They only break the walls that took us years to build. If you're an empath, stay narcissistic free forever. Now that's very uh, interesting. Now that relates to, it looks like, sounds to me like um, a different generation um, uh, about all these de designer clothes and someone is looking for you to wear these type of clothes and that type of thing. And, um, you know, he's uh, a narc and, you know, when he wants to get back at you, he loves beautiful thin girls, but then he'll go and date a, a plus size girl just to make you feel in insecure about yourself it sounds to me like um, there's some issues here uh, all the way around on both sides um, I don't you know yeah there's some 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 things that I'm reading here but the narcissist they they are very jealous that is a fact they're jealous people and uh, they will try to destroy you and put you down and uh, when they first meet you you're always the beautiful one they like people they, they um, only like beauty, someone that is very attractive, but they hunt and look for people who are attractive and have the, have the body type that they like, but they seek to devalue you. Their goal is to find out if you're a weak person. If you're a weak person, um, it's going to be very difficult uh, to interact with them because that's their goal is to try to knock you down as, as much as they possibly can. Um, here's another question. If you are married to a narcissist, how do you get through? Is it true that they really don't love you? The answer is by Mike Rock. And he says this. Yes, it is true. They really do not love you. A narcissist didn't have a childhood with love. The parents didn't care about their child. So when this child is growing up, he or she will search for love and attention from others instead. And the narcissist hates who they are. They want to be normal. Even a narcissist wants to find true love to get married. And a narcissist will care a lot what others are thinking about them. So a narcissist needs to have a partner who makes them to look good. And we can call this the primary supply. So you're the primary supply. The narcissist wants to get married with his primary supply. When a narcissist gets married, it's not by love. First, this primary supply will make the narcissist to look good. And second, the reason is to make the narcissist to feel normal. The narcissist is hoping that it will be the one 
that it will be the one, the true love, the last one. But deep inside, the narcissist will know that's not the case. Unfortunately, the marriage will not be a happy one. Even then, it's not enough for a narcissist. The narcissist will search for more love, attention, sex, money, or whatever the narcissist wants. The one who can give more is someone we can call secondary supply. A partner that the narcissist will be with behind his or her wife, husband. You can't give what a narcissist wants. It's like filling a black hole. So it will not be enough with a husband or wife and a secondary supply. It will be in real life and online. With their favorite toy, the smartphone, the narcissist will cheat very easily. No one should be unhappy in a relationship or in a marriage. The only way is to leave. You will not be able to get through. It will tear you apart slowly if you don't leave. It's best for you and your kids. You will never be happy. There is no reason to try. A narcissist will never change. I understand if you want to try, but it will not be better. For you, it will be worse. So worse that you will not even remember your name. I know. I don't know if you have kids, but if you do, it's better for them too. It's better for them too if you leave. Because a narcissistic parent doesn't love their kids. They see them as a competitor. If the kids is doing something good at school or something else, the narcissist will see it as a threat. So for you, and if you have kids, don't try to stay. You will not win. You will not be happy. You will lose your health. You deserve so much better. And it's better to be alone than to be with the narcissist. Take care and good luck. Wow. So, uh, let me be in a woman of God when you're dealing with uh, someone with this, denom- this uh, demonic spirit. Um, you definitely have to take this to God. And uh, God wants us to be happy. Uh, he is against divorce. And he lays down in the Bible uh, the grounds for termination of your marriage. And it sounds like the qualities of a narcissist will um, grant and can grant you a divorce. Okay, especially infidelity and any type of abuse, mental or physical abuse. Isn't this something? This is so interesting how um, uh, this personality type is so dangerous and so destructive. It just makes me so sad just thinking about how someone like this can destroy your life and catch you, uh, you know, just blindside you in this way and, and just hurt you. But this is a demonic spirit. It's not the person that you're looking at. This is a uh, spirit. This is a spirit that Satan uses to um, jump on people and use the people to destroy you. That's his goal. Kill, steal, and destroy. So here's another question. It says, what does it mean when the narcissist says, I love you? And this is by Isolde uh, Skelly. I hope I pronounced that right. All right. 
here is this. I think that it can mean one of three things. The narcissist is not self-aware, believes he or she functions like everybody else and thinks that he has the same, he or she has the same capacity to relate and feel empathy and he or she is idolizing the other person. So he or she says, I love you because he or she thinks that's what he or she must call that feeling towards that person. It may be lust, desire, possessiveness, or greed. In a few weeks, he or she may rationalize that he or she did not love you at all. He or she may be self-aware and have an outgoing relationship with the person and is trying to make it work. It may be he it may be his or her own kind of love, but it is the way that he or she is capable of feeling love. That is the feeling he or she refers to by the word love. So he or she states it authentically. Or he or she may be lying, saying it because that's what he or she thinks the other person wants to hear and that's the best way to break her or 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 his defenses and get what he or she wants from her wow that's something there so that question was what does it mean when a narcissist says to you i love you and you know we love uh for someone to look in our eyes and say to us they love us it just gives us butterflies right anyway let's move on to question number four why do narcissists why do many narcissists stare at their significant others that's by Wendy Bocut and Wendy Bocut says this most of us are taught that when you stare at someone it is not acceptable When a narcissist is staring at someone, especially their significant other, they are studying them. The significant other of the narcissist may find the staring to be a sign of interest or a sign that the narcissist is in love. The narcissist is likely staring at their significant other, planning the next stage of the relationship. When a narcissist starts a romantic relationship, they are looking for their next place to live. They have destroyed their ex, his or her family, their friends, and they need to find somewhere to go. When you look into the eyes of a narcissist, if they are staring at you, you will see a vacant look. They do not love. They prey on you and they will not stop until they destroy you. All right. That's a good one. Take heed to that one. Okay, we're going to go to one more question. Question number five. What are the common phrases used by a covert narcissist in a relationship? This is by Sylvie Amy. And Sylvie says this. From beginning to end, love bombing, 
how lucky am I to have met you? I just can't stop thinking about you. You know, I love you more than anyone I've ever known. My love for you is unconditional. I'll never stop loving you. We are soulmates, lovers, friends, and partners. I will never hurt you. I'm lonely when I'm not without you. I'm only happy with you. Thank you for always flexing your schedule for me. I'm sorry I upset you. You know me so well. Now this is the middle devaluation page. You lash out a lot. Are you expecting me to be there? Something just came up. You work too much. I didn't contact you because I was at a business meeting. I didn't contact you because I was at a business meeting and my phone was uncharged. I'm busy this weekend seeing my sick uncle. You just don't understand me. I must have had too much to drink and just need to sleep. She's only a colleague that I see for dinner sometime. So they'll say she's only a colleague. She's only a friend that I see for dinner sometimes. But yet they don't take you to dinner. Are you questioning my honesty? Wow. And here's the discard. These are the phases for the discard. I don't know what I ever saw in you. You never have time for me. I don't think you love me anymore. I just don't feel like it. I'm going to be so easy. It's going to be so easy to get over you. I regret ever falling for you. I have nothing to apologize for. I'll never contact you again. Here's the post discard. This is what they say. No, this is what they do on the post discard. Sends messages from fake profiles. They send emails from fake accounts. They leave messages from blocked numbers. They attempt to use proxies for contact. They stalk social media from phony. They stalk social media from phony accounts and other people's computers. Woo! So there you have it. Number eight, episode number eight, talking about the narcissist. Five questions that were asked, and I hope this has helped you in some kind of way. I hope it has sparked some type of interest, um, opened up your mind for you to flashback to see if you have dated one or are you in relationships with friends, uh, uh, family members, uh, significant others, or marriage uh, with a narcissist. Okay, I'm doing this because I need to expose it because once I expose a lot of these questions, we're going to discuss why are we as people attracted to a narcissist? Why do they seek us out? What is it in us that they see that they come after us and they're able to come into our lives and uh, hurt us? Okay, it's very important. So that's why I'm doing this. Okay, we need to get healing from this. 
I've been healed from it because I realized that um, the way I love people, I was so open, but I found out if it within myself why I love people so much and so why I was vulnerable. So I'm here to help you, okay? So I hope this was, was interesting. I'm going to keep on going. Uh, the next time we talk is going to be episode number nine. And um, we're going to go to, I think I'm going to do just a couple of more episodes and then we're going to go into uh, looking at ourselves and uh, openly discussing why are certain people attracted to us, okay? I love you in the name of Jesus. I want you to stay safe and healthy, okay? I want to be able to talk to you again. It's hard to hear stories of people perishing away uh, every week. And so I don't want you to be one of them. Live your best life. Be who God created you to be, but stay safe doing it, okay? God loves you. God loves you. And just know that. All right, let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful and glorious day. You're so wonderful, Jesus. And we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to wake up and breathe, live, walk, and enjoy your holy presence today. God, we thank you for your arms of protection from this coronavirus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you keep on protecting us. Show us what you want us to see. Show us what you want us to do as we move through this pandemic. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we want to be strong in you, healthy in you. We want to have joy and peace in you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're going to keep on praising you and we're going to keep on loving you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, family, until we speak again.